0: You are listening to Fly Like an Angel. Fly Like an Angel is supported by arrangemymortgage.com. Welcome again to another fly like an angel. Um, joined as always by my two regulars. So starting off with his name tonight on Zoom is Leonard Lockie.
1: I don't know why.
0: <laughs> because it just changes it. Is it just like a guess who?
1: <laughs> it wasn't me. I, I, <laughs> no, I tell you actually. If you if you're hosting the meeting, you can change the names of people, can't yeah. you? And yeah. then I think it's I think it may even keep that name. So you can oh, change okay. mine or Ross's, put it, right? Change so it to whatever you like. Someone's
0: changed. And he you won't to know. Right? I'll, yeah. Okay. No, fair enough. <laughs> we can change anyway. yours then. Yeah. Well, welcome. How are you? You okay?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm fine. What I would like to say is that I'm much nicer in real life than I am on social media. <laughs> just, just. Just a quote that Who's... I just put out there.
0: Where's this come from, then?
1: I don't know. It's just just something someone may have said. <laughs> but but you know, just scratch your
0: head. I, I want to know who can can we guess? I don't or... know.
1: No, it's just a quote that was given to me by an old school teaching friend of mine.
2: <laughs> yeah, just, as you, I'll interrupt and say I think I have a. I have an inkling. Who that, that was that was me. So uh, um, at a recent match, <laughs> I was approached by one of my old uh, school teachers and he asked, oh, do you know someone called Lee Locke? And I said, yeah. And we had a little chat. And he said some not very complimentary things about you, Lee. So I, I defended you and said you were lovely in real life. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I like that. Well, that brings me in. Trev, I'll come back to you in a second, but welcome, Ross. We've got Tunbridge fan and all-round club manager and everything well not manager you're not jason but you know what i mean um i can't what's your title now ross because my title now I mean, is
2: uh it, is general manager
0: general manager that's it that's it so yeah welcome ross bennett so yeah how are you ross you okay i'm very well
2: i'm very well thank you for for having me
0: that's all right well i know you've spoken for a while about getting you on and i know like i haven't been doing as many podcasts but i think mainly um obviously we'll chat about what you do in your own and how you're finding things but also first and foremost you are a tunbridge fan um and I, th- yeah. I think I think a lot of people sort of do know that but I think especially when you first got the job I've, I don't think certain people you know it's very it's very convenient to say oh and, and he's a fan but I think you actually are so it'll be good to um Test your knowledge of the last 20 years of Tunbridge. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be good to chat about that. And um, and last but definitely not least, um, he saved me from the last podcast when I'd had a few drinks and asked lots of important questions to Jay that I keep forgetting about. Trevor, you all right, Trev? Yeah,
3: a bit, sort of a bit lurgyed up, but um, yeah. Makes sense. of us.
0: Yeah, it does. I don't know about you, but it does. If you, if you, obviously, I know you said you had me well for a few weeks, but because I've, I've only just gotten well, it feels very much like we've gone back to COVID doing this i feel like Uh, it's 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 just the
3: right i don't know i think i must have had one after another because it just doesn't seem to want to go but uh yeah it's um it's all right it's all right it's winter and it's what
0: happens as ross said before we come on air a bit of warm weather that would be lovely wouldn't it it so um obviously a few things to get through ross will chat to you and and we'll talk about what you do um there's i've got i've got a few questions and i've got a few stats tonight as well getting a bit snazzy um but I think, first of all, let's go back to, like we normally do, review the last few weeks because we're playing quite well and we're winning and we're not that far off the playoffs. And Longmead is bouncing um, and it's all quite fun at the moment. So um, I'll start off with you, Lee. Lee, what would you make of the last month or so?
1: It's confusing, isn't it? (laughs)
0: Confusing because we're winning. <laughs> no, I don't know. We said we'd win,
1: didn't we? When all the all the players came back and there was no injuries. Yeah,
0: yeah. we did. We when we when we did we the did podcast about a month ago with Jay we did say if we go on a run and we have <clears> gone on a run, didn't we? Well, we're on our way yeah. to going
1: on a run. We got a bloke who's scoring yeah. goals who's not leaving, so that's
0: good. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful news. Obviously, came out yesterday, didn't it? That Jordan's mm-hmm. staying, so that's that's brilliant news. Um, and Trevor, I'm much the same, I guess.
3: Yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm no better a Terrace manager than anybody else, but it looks to me like a concentrated effort at stopping leaking goals uh, seems to be working. I mean, we got absolutely caned by Weymouth and a bit embarrassed by Slough, and and I guess there were probably some fairly serious uh, talking tos after that. Um, And since then, we've looked a different animal, and yeah, very happy with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um Slough was it almost n- needed to happen, really, didn't it? I think. I <laughs> think that's I know it's. A, but it, you know, you might have got if that hadn't have happened, you might have had the odd win. Or, but I feel yeah. like since then it's been a real sort of positive vibe. Um which Yeah, leads... and also
3: I've been chatting after the um the Worthing games. Um I mean, Steve Church said that that felt a bit like the uh, Wingate and Finchley comeback game, you know, the famous Jerome Sober's yeah, famous yeah. leg one. And they had the same sort of feeling where you actually thought, oh, well, look, we can actually turn something around and, and make something of ourselves here. And It seemed to have the same sort of um, feel good factor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll come on to that game as well, because um, yeah. I think it was such a it's such an important game. I think we you spoke about it on Twitter. We'll, we'll come to that. Yeah. Um, Ross as well so I'm going to say two things here um, what do you make of it and also I think when we spoke before the Dover game I don't. I think from from a fan point of view we were both a little bit like oh Dover what's it going to be like and then obviously we flashed them 4-0 and since then it's all been brilliant so how how have you been finding it?
2: Yeah I mean that, that Tuesday evening we had nothing to worry about really did we Um we were good we didn't even have to be that good really and yeah. um, I don't think Dover offered anything much to worry about and then yeah since then I mean, the, the, the Worthing game just just Saturday, just gone there, is one of the highest, I think, I've felt after any Tunbridge match over the last 10 or 15 years. Um, and that's that's the funny thing about this season is that it's given us some remarkably high moments. Um, the absolute result was brilliant. Worthing, of course. Do you remember Chelmsford earlier in the season, yeah, that yeah. Tuesday night game that we won 1-0? Um, some fantastic, fantastic moments this season, um, coupled with some of the, the lowest low moments that I've had in, in, in my time as a fan with the the two cups this season and um, the, the game away at Concord Rangers there have been some yeah a real, a real season of, of highs and lows
0: yeah no I agree with that um, but I, I would say and I know it might be a little bit different for you Ross where you're at the club all day and you work there as well but I feel actually and I didn't go to the I didn't go to the FA Cup game. I went to the FA Trophy game. So I get I get that. I get for those of you that went to the FA Cup game, that was an extreme low. But compared to other years, when even when we've done well, the football hasn't always been that exciting. It's just so nice. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, that when we've had the podcast before this season, it's been nice football. It's a good vibe around the place. But now it's not just nice football. We're winning as well. Um, and it's just a positive and um, we'll talk about the Worthing game then my take on the Worthing game is um, I want to ask Trevor about this because I agreed fully with what you said of the significance of that uh, of, 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 of there will be ups and downs to come but that yeah. felt like a massive leap forward for this yeah team.
3: I mean it felt i used use the words momentum shift I mean it's one of those games we would have lost Regularly in the past, and probably would have lost up to Christmas, New Year this year, but there just seemed yeah. to be a resilience in there and a determination that yeah we can do this lot, and you know Christ their whole would play, and you know they even bought their own referee and linesman with them again. They always do. They always do. They they always do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> amazing. Yeah.
0: Although I have to say, I have to say, second half. It was like it was like he'd gone. Oh, actually, because yeah, I the second half, I do think he then was a little bit to us. But yeah, he did, he, I'm yeah. I'm 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 not going to um. Other than the linesman, who I know I didn't stand in line, but the people that were sat in line with the linesman did say about three of those offsides weren't offside. I haven't seen obviously the full video. I don't know, but that linesman's flag was up. It must have waved about five offsides, mustn't he?
3: At least I thought. And, yeah.
0: and the and the players that he waved offside, I don't think are players that are known for. Straying offside, and it made me laugh when I watched back the video of Joe's goal because Joe is on side. But out of all of them, I think that was probably the closest. And <laughs> and it was, you know, <laughs> and that, yeah. it was is clearly on side. I'm not disputing that. But yeah. um, what a goal, Tariq Hines.
2: Yeah, I mean that was goal. lovely, wasn't
3: it? I mean, you know, some um, they're, they're they're a lot easier to miss than to score those, you know. And he actually just. Uh, yeah, it came out perfectly, just at exactly the right height for him to uh, to put that straight back, but put it back nice and hard. It wasn't scuffed, it wasn't locked. That no, he meant it, was, it, and it was, was superb. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, Lee. Um, what what did you think? So one 0 down at half time. Did you see that coming?
1: Nobody saw it coming, did they? The first no. half, we we felt like we were just letting them do what they wanted and watching them
0: yeah, a bit, yeah.
1: wasn't it? it? Was we were sort of passengers, yeah. and obviously. He Changed the formation, didn't he? Half time, been the bloke yeah. from Maidstone,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and away we went,
0: yeah, yeah, no, all, absolutely. all
1: good, really. But no, no, I don't think anyone, I mean, at half time, everyone thought we've lost this. There were Worthing fans sitting in the main stand talking about how they should be 3 0 up and what an easy afternoon they've been having, and all this sort of nonsense. So, yeah, nobody very- sort of.
0: Very pleasing, wasn't it? And you know, I don't, mm. I, I, I don't particularly like Werving. I don't know. Nobody probably, likes Werving. It's just because we've always had um, either bad results or it, we've talked about it before, haven't we? But when we went down there, and was it Nick Wheeler got sent off and doji got sent off yeah. and. Steve McKim Steve McKim as well called, yeah <laughs> called yeah. out called out one of their fans to the car park I seem to remember hearing across the barrier Um <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Was, again he's not that
1: sort of manager no not a
0: fan no sorry a player this time sorry it was a player <laughs> not a fan my my apologies <laughs> it, it was a it was a um, it was a player um, although that was actually one of my when we played Worthy do you remember because uh, although as he's still playing now but Gary Elphick was a player manager there wasn't he
3: oh yeah he um, was yeah Um the I gone to
0: is, he, is he, I don't know is he I don't but he, he was went at, to well, didn't
2: he no, for
0: no. a yeah, while yeah but he Hello. was he was at Weymouth wasn't he when we was in the Ishmael um he was at Weymouth as their player manager because um I remember <laughs> well we stood behind the dugouts on sort of the bank and we um we had a corner and he was barking out orders and I don't know why I said it but it wasn't even funny but um I said Oh no, yeah, that was it. I said something like, I shouted it out saying, don't worry, they won't be able to defend from corners because they've got Elphick as their manager. And uh, Barry Moore found it hilarious and he laughed and I thought, oh, well, maybe maybe that's true. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back on track, back to this season. So um, uh, Braintree, I didn't go to Braintree. So do you want to fill me in and how you how you all felt about the Braintree 0-0? Some people are saying it was one of the best games that Jordan Greenwich had even though he didn't score but uh, Lee what do you reckon did you go brain Braintree? the brain treat game at home yeah
1: was it was it one of the best games he had
0: that's what someone said on the forum oh. I, I don't...
1: yeah it was the best game he's had he didn't
0: score not, not scoring <laughs> the, only game,
1: the only goal game he didn't score in. best game he had no it was like it was like the other games without any goals that, yeah, that's yeah. how i described. With plenty of chances right but it, yeah. they just didn't go in did we hit, I think we hit the crossbar didn't we and hit the post when we yeah. shouldn't have done and probably could have nicked it. But yeah. Braintree actually looked look like quite a good team, which surprised me because I like it when they're not very good and I wish they get relegated.
0: <laughs> We're so positive about all these teams we play, well, no, are
1: just horrible. <laughs> well, yeah, but have you been to... Well, you're you essex Essexy, aren't you, um,
0: Bobby? Yeah, yeah. So you
1: and you'd like, you would like Braintree, wouldn't I you? I don't
0: like... No, out of the Essex teams, I don't particularly... It's also a bit further for me to get to, so yeah. I'm not... It's the, hor- ones-
1: it's, it, it's the poorest away ground, I think, yeah,
0: isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, it's, you just, know, it's just just tidy up
1: after yourselves maybe
0: <laughs> it's like welling isn't it it's the same sort of thing where it's just a bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. put it um, in the
1: bin or just just get a skip in the ground and just fill it with bits of wood and leave it there for <laughs> two or three years maybe <laughs> i don't know just
0: improve it essex in general or is it just brand <laughs> <new>? <laughs> I just, go through, just a large skip basically do it. It's just
3: one great big fly tip, basically. <laughs> it I've got, is.
0: Very, I've got a very nice house here, thank you very much. It's all right. <laughs> um, um Ross, I was asked you about Braintree game because I noticed um that the YouTuber um Smith came to the Braintree game. Um now I know he drops in random games and I don't know how much and we'll talk about this in a moment because of other youtubers but i don't know how much whether you knew that was happening or whether that's something you get involved in or whether you encourage um what was your take on things like that and people come to the ground the awareness of the club
2: well i, I think one of actually my key responsibilities is raising the brand awareness of Cambridge Angels football club and these modern channels of doing that through things like youtubers um you might have seen the the TikTok influence of the padded seat that came a couple of months back and, and um and and did some work with us uh, I, I think that they're really really important channels to you know I'll start putting this sort of business cliches in but to connect with a different demographic or connect with a new market um which i think is very very important for our longevity as a business um so i think yes attracting those kinds of people to come down and make content for us about us is very very important and they have massive platforms and they kind of get the reach that we as a club do not get through our own channels. That being said, I had no idea he was coming. Um yeah. absolutely no idea at all. I um I was still talking to, to Pete the stadium manager about one 145, and I turned around and just saw the two of them walking in. Um which was I was absolutely delighted. And I went I went and chatted to them and I gave them a little tour and took them to the marquee and bought them a beer in the hope that that would you know, sway a positive impression <laughs> um i'm still waiting for that video to come out though so I've, yes um I'm- it's been a couple of weeks now and i'm i'm keen to hear that the reason that they were there is that they were they'd rated our burger as the best burger they'd ever had which was brilliant and they were coming back to see how we'd got on and see if the burger was still as good um so we'll, we will we will wait and see but you know thoroughly nice guys um they seem to enjoy themselves and um in terms of the mission of getting the brand awareness up the brand recognition up and, and connecting with a different market segment, I think it's it's really encouraging,
0: yeah, absolutely. I um, I watched the first video. I remember it the Tuesday night. was it against Dartford, I think or so I can't yeah, remember that's right. um and uh, it was a great atmosphere the night. and and as as he said in the video, it helps when the game's good and the home team wins because there's going to be a better atmosphere. But we the reason why we became top of the table for his doing that year was the burger and i have to say without no disrespect to clive there's nothing wrong with our burgers but i wouldn't have said they're outstanding amazing and that i know i can't now say that i'm gonna undo that good work i think he's got slightly few more listeners than we have so it's a bit doesn't matter but it's, um, it's just a good
3: good thing he doesn't like sausages
0: yeah that's what i was gonna come <laughs> to but uh, lee, lee what's your take on that right. <laughs>
1: the best burgers are
0: at bath bath yeah.
1: No, no And the one the ones at Welling are really good. I mean I had a habit of not buying them, but I now I've started buying them again. Yeah, and I you, would rank can't tell. how many how many teams in the league? Twenty.
2: <laughs> Twenty-four, including you,
1: us. Twenty four. Yeah. Uh, mm, halfway. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they're all right, aren't they? But, but you know, they're I think, burgers, they just they're, they glo- they're just glorified <laughs> microwave burgers, aren't they?
2: <laughs> Do you remember at the uh, at the start of this record when I said he was nicer in person than he is behind the keyboard? Yeah, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: brilliant no there's nothing no it's a it's so good what i was actually surprised with uh, and what i mean by that to now defend our burgers was that some grounds will have gourmet burgers won't they they'll have a oh, yeah. bun or they have this or that ours are your, your standard non-league go and grab a burger so perhaps that's why they like them because we're, we're not trying to nobody not, wants
1: a Ponzi burger. we're not trying to button,
0: tart really up a way. bit of meat and we're not
1: chopping them are we how much? <laughs> you, you, can,
3: you can put that to test Thank on sat dates. We're going it, so it'll be you know. Oh, vegan, don't get it. Grass-fed
1: vegan cow. Oh, they got? Yeah, they got some. Something, it? They do a really nice wrap of some description, don't they?
0: Oh, Dalit's, do it. It'll be. Yeah. They do. They do a jerk chicken wrap. They'll do pulled pork. They'll yeah. do. They'll do beer in a can.
1: Oh, some yeah. sort of veggie bean thing. Oh,
0: yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, half, what's
1: that all about? Uh,
0: there'll be grow up you
1: know, and eat some meat
0: come on it's <laughs> gonna say it'll be vegan options and there'll be everything Dulwich away your Yeah, saturday yes yeah so actually, pounds for a can of beer be good. yeah it's, it's it's
1: one
0: of my it's one of my favorite away games in the way that i hate it <laughs> <laughs> because everything about it annoys me i i admire what they've done i respect what they've done yeah. you know and i think we've talked about this on, on on before and ross actually you you might have a say on this but for a club that where they're located in London ten years ago to have three hundred and go oh hang on a minute let's become the cool thing let's become the place for city drinkers to go and drink, um, and and then that translates into it. everything they've done since Sadiq Khan, Peter Crouch so they've they've done it very very well and I think great from a marketing point of view and from a commercial point of view great but I just I just love being there with our group behind the goal who are actually watching the game you've got a thousand people just walking around. Like one guy had a baked beans, a a top with Heinz baked beans. You know, it's all nothing to do with Dulwich. Half of them don't care. If Dulwich score, it's all right. Like, And I just, I don't know, it's something about being proper football fans in a ground like that. Just, I just, I just love it. And we tend to do quite well there. Um, We do. Yeah. I'm going to come to you Ross on that one as well. So what's, I see you nodding there as well. Dulwich and the way they've done things. What's your thoughts on that?
2: you know i think i I think there's a lot there to be respected and a lot there to be applauded i understand why it it winds people up i really do because it's not traditional non-league like so we go back to our burgers our burgers are non-league they are salt of the earth hearty stuff and that's that's non-league right Dulwich hamlet at the moment it doesn't represent that but firstly they're they're selling out matches and we aren't and you know they're, they're, they're doing something right there um they found their market they found their target their demographic and i'll I'll watch my language but it's yuppie bougie yeah. arseholes like me like it's 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 me and my mates who have been to uni and then moved to london to start their careers and they moved to you know areas like peckham and brixton and Stockwell, yeah. and we gentrify these parts of London, and you know there's a whole sort of sociological debate to be had about that. But there's a massive, massive market segment of people like that, people like me. I, I, I can't distinguish myself from that of um, mid to late twenties, early thirties, who want something um, that they want a certain kind of product, so the craft beers, the interesting food, but it's something different to do on a Saturday yeah um because you go out uh if you're working in the city you go out drinking on a thursday now that's the new culture so your fridays are your hangover day and then you've got something to do on the saturday and it all fits together really nicely like they've looked around them they've looked at how their local environment is changing and the demographic and the 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 i guess the look of of that sort of corner of southeast london is changing and they've tapped into it and Look, I understand why it, why it winds people up and it's actually very fun to go there as an away fan and kind of dig at it all and I get that but um, I, I certainly by the way that, that is not to say I would ever think we could turn Tunbridge Angels into something like that because we're a completely <laughs> different club with a completely different environment a completely different makeup and, and demographic yeah. so you'd never want to turn Tunbridge into Dulwich Mark II um, but at the same time they are they have done a lot of things right and um, I, I think there's a lot to be commended
3: You'd like yeah. to think, with all those people that get through the door and all those um, all those sellouts, they'd still have some bloody money, though, wouldn't you? they will still be yeah. rattling buckets. I was going to say, they've always they got a bucket collection, don't they? Yeah. This season
1: they were skint again. Yeah. How? Well, How? Yeah. they always 1, have terrible managers, don't they? Terrible managers. Well,
3: they had. Yeah.
0: They had the, They didn't get rid of him for years. Didn't did they? they? Yeah, that was the.
1: But
3: but they've got. It doesn't doesn't. You know it doesn't matter where you are in the league. At the full house. You're charging stupid money for your burgers and pints. Why are you skinned
0: yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't get it. Well that's like my local club south end there's a chance they won't exist in two months uh, in two weeks time. Um but then you go there even this is like Ross cuz you're on it's like we're talking about marketing I like it. Um it's um, it, it, or commercial. You go there and it winds me uh, this is the really I said this before it really winds me up that um south if you want a cup of tea at south end united it's a it's in a pg tips one of those like pre-made plastic yeah. things and i and i know it's really silly but i just it really knows i think you want money like surely it'd be i know that's one but you've got to start at the start place a bag of tea bags and some milk is going to be so much much more um profit than and i know that's little areas but things like that wind me up when when clubs do that and then south going and getting two hundred thousand 0 from their fans just for the owner to probably still make them go out of bus it's, it's dodgy owners isn't it but don't get me started on that because it's nothing to do with us or well, it could be if we sneak into the playoffs um which i don't know the, the p word started to um to 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 come round longmead on saturday lee would you do you could you see us sneaking in there
1: the P word?
0: Yeah, the P word.
1: Yeah, we could sneak in there, couldn't we?
0: I, think, I, think we, oh God, I and then
1: And then Ross would um, uh, use the C word. <laughs> He'd be like, oh dear. Oh my God, now <laughs> I've really got to go out and uh, get some cash in because this is going to be, <laughs> yeah.
0: Ross, what start you what looking we... um,
1: Start looking under every stone,
0: then so from, wow. I was going to say, from a, from a club point of view, would that... From a fan point of view, you think great that'd be amazing, but we all think uh, it's too too soon, too early. Do you, if we got in the playoffs, what's the club stance? Have they have they talked about it? We thought about it.
2: Yeah, I think I think we would be um, negligent if we didn't think about it and yeah. start planning for it because these things can happen accidentally almost. Yeah. You know, just we to stop you interested. really
0: quickly, Trevor's just got up and come back. Yeah, Trevor, you are right. We are talking about getting promoted this year. Just in case you thought you're in some sort of dream scenario. All right, I've got. Well,
3: I'll let Ross. Finish. I've, got, I've got something to say
0: from the conversation. I Sorry, Ross. To, I just thought just put some reality into what I've just asked you there, which is yeah. amazing. Sorry, no. Carry on. Yeah, I've got
3: something to add to that, but I'll, I'll let Ross finish. Yeah, you're yeah.
0: Listening. No, cool. Sorry, Ross. Carry on. Apologies. No, no
2: problem. I, I think, like I said, I think it would be negligent of us not to to plan for it in a in a very loose sense, or at least know what it. What it would mean for the business. Um, as a fan, give me one year at it. Give me one year in the National League with with some of those away trips, with some of the crowds that we would get down there. Yeah. Um, there would be a lot of logistical headaches around segregation of crowds and, and and what we need to do around the stadium, which is probably actually not as much as you might expect. Um, we'd need to raise some money, certainly to have a, a semi-competitive playing squad. Um, we'd need to very carefully plan a roadmap to I think professionalism. Um with and, and full-time football and and look at how we uh, I, I guess change the the makeup of the club in that way. But oh, give me one year at it. Give me one year of going to places like Notts county and and Southend, and uh, probably not Wrexham anymore. but there's um there's some big clubs in that league, and uh, i would I would love a crack at it,
0: yeah, as as a fan, you would wouldn't you? Uh, that's that's why I'd and and if you could cherry pick, that's why I'd love us to do it over the next few years I think once you know pre- presuming that everything happens as has been said to us and that that you know we do get money increase and investment slowly increases and I think that'd be great to give it because you've only got to look at uh uh, uh Maidstone who who were in theory too good or, or or too you know they were too good for this league last year they won promotion and then they're rock bottom of of the national league and and i remember reading an article about was it Costum. Nine hundred thousand a year just to be able to compete i think or something I, I read an article so it's such such a vast difference but i completely agree with you i mean f- for me as a as a as a as a kent boy living in south end i don't think if south end do exist i don't think they'll go up this year just for one season when i come to this town the differences between tunbridge angels and south end united and, and we're now so close um but it would be amazing trevor sorry yeah, on i was just gonna say
3: because i did have um i, I asked the, our illustrious chairman exactly this question, actually, um, on Saturday. I said, you yeah, what do we do? He said, serious, serious conversation, Dave. Yeah, he said, well, it's going to cost us £1,000, which we'd have to find from somewhere. But I, I said, well, what do you do? Do you have a quiet word and say, look, we really can't afford this? And his answer was no. In all conscience, he said, I couldn't do that. He said, I don't own this club. The yeah. board don't own this club. The fans own this club. And if if Jay says, look, we're in with an ace getting it promoted here, let's go for it. He said, we back him. He said, because it would be criminal not to. So if anyone yeah. is thinking, oh, is he going to pull the plug? Well, what's the, what's this, the, the worst it, that can happen?
1: We get relegated. Yeah. The what's worst
2: the worst that can happen, happen is we get bus, relegated? <laughs>
1: well, we wouldn't yeah, go bust, yeah. would we? We'd, yeah. we'd, we'd, you'd have to put out a, a semi-crappy team if that's all you can afford. Well, as long as it, I guess,
0: as long as we don't and, and spend then, beyond me, and, so this still a and sit in that
1: division and learn what it is you have to do for when you're next in it. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, I think you that's know, right. You,
1: it, it's a, you know, and you've if you got, stay out, stay up, but, expectations, frankly, and enjoy yourselves. You, know, you don't go exactly. to that county, do you, and expect to win if no. they've got fifteen thousand? You know, and their budget, that they'll have a sponsor um, that will be ten times ours. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's just
0: that's yeah. you,
1: that, that's just. The way it is, and you um and small teams can compete because they have, and small teams have got into that division. You look at Sutton, not for a second, would you ever think Sutton would go through well, that division?
0: That's a great example. The,
1: it's, look at yeah. the, you know, I mean, look at Leicester. Look at Leicester. How could they possibly win the Premier League? How could it possibly yeah. happen? But small teams and good squads, it can
2: happen. Yeah. Terrible
1: teams, terrible teams um win um trophies, don't they? And you want, how did that happen?
2: I think I think that's a really good point actually for me is that look at the look at the models of other clubs in that division that are of a comparable size to us and have managed to make a go of it. Now there's certain clubs that you that you look at and uh, that we can identify with and there's certain clubs that we can't. Wood, for example. And we've all been to Boreham Wood over the last 10 years and seen them get crowds of 180 and then look at them in the in the National League and go, how is that sustainable? They have various link ups with other professional teams or with yeah. colleges in the area that, that gives them a unique set of business circumstances that allow them to survive at that level. That is a model that is not going to work for us. But the Sutton United model, the community-based, and that's, you know, you see the 3G pitch coming in and all of the pitch higher that we have. Um, those are the kinds of models uh, that arguably we could that we could follow. And uh, that's what I mean when I say it would be negligent of us not to look at how it would be possible and not to think about what we would do. Um, and, and I think part of this game is is networking and speaking to people and finding out what they did and how they made it work. And, and Sutton United is a, is a brilliant example of that. I mean, there, clubs like Wealdstone, how have mm-hmm. Wealdstone managed to make a go of it at that level and, and that we can't? Um, uh, even, even Maidenhead, really, is Maidenhead a bigger town than Tunbridge? Is it a bigger club than Tunbridge? And yet they've done sure. it for multiple seasons.
0: Wildstone yeah. and Maidenhead are two examples there that I would say that you kind of forget about really because they're up there and they're there and they're there each year recently and they're, and they're um, or if they're not they're doing they're doing well in this league and we, we remember playing them years ago what Wildstone in the Ryman when they were the same well and actually Wildstone have always thought similar to us similar sized crowds at the time and um, Uh, one year we had the same kit and I've always sort of have seen similarities between the two clubs so it it, it is true you sort of forget that don't you so so it it can it can be done I also think the other thing as well is uh, we'll we'll talk about this and if it if it actually happens but the difference between us and your maidstones um, and I know this is easy to say because it's made stone, but they, their fan base and their, their sort of management ownership are going in with an expectation of, right, we're going to do all right in the National League, we're going to give this a go. And I'm not saying this is a defeatist attitude, but if we went up there, we'd, as Trevor said, enjoy every game. If 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 we lost every game, we'd have fun, you know, we will enjoy it. And I think the fans have got to remember that um it, it's been an experience that so that sounds really negative i know but i, I think there's certain clubs that there's an expectation isn't there and whereas with us we're, we're we're so happy that we are doing how we are doing now and as as lee i think or trevor you've said if all of this hadn't have happened what would have happened we'll be back in a Ryman anyway yes. so if if one day we end up back in a Ryman but we've gone via the national league <laughs> it's been a good ride Lewis are an example aren't
3: they yeah louis yeah. there for a while and uh yeah, yeah well, they were great
1: there for a while, weren't they? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Had good, good run in the FA Cup in the you know late nineties, and they would do it. There's lots of teams that have, have given it a whirl. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just getting there, and sustaining it, isn't it? Because yeah, a I lot of it. teams obviously uh, buy yeah. their way there, um, and that it. They, I mean, we're essentially at the top level of non-league football. The, the division above is not really non-league football anymore, is it?
0: No, no, no. You're right there. No, you are you are right. I
3: mean, yeah, I, I suppose the most recent example is Dorking. I mean, they must be chucking an awful lot of money now at trying to stay up. You think, really? Yeah, they got yeah, Jason Pryor yeah. back. That's probably another twelve hundred pound a week no, on I the wage bill. Yeah, you know, it's um, yeah. couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, brilliant! There's still there's still some entertainment. It's a bit of entertainment for the league. Yeah, and they seem to like they seem to like Dorking because of that, and they like Wrexham, don't they? Because of the Hollywood. They um. It's definitely
3: Wrexham are just this year's Salford. They'll, they'll be forgotten yeah, yeah. once they become a boring mid-table fourth division team.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, yeah, it's, it's like last night, is not it? You can see, they all wanted they all wanted Wrexham to win in the media. I didn't. That. Well, no, I if I'm <laughs> honest, if I'm honest, I didn't because as a Spurs fan, I don't, Sheffield United don't bother me, but Wrexham. I the is. Blades,
3: man. I want to go and beat Spurs. Shut up, you. <laughs> Are you, are
0: you Sheffield United? Are you?
3: I am, yes.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, I kept oh, that quiet for obvious oh, reasons. No, yeah,
0: yeah. Embarrassment factor. <laughs> if you want a ticket in the Tottenham then let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when
3: we tune it up, when we tune it up, I'll <laughs> keep it quiet, don't we?
0: <laughs> um so uh ross if i could ask you um so I, i've got i've got some stats in a bit and i'm going to come back to some fan stuff but how are you finding your first year in the job um is it what you thought it would be and what's your sort of what 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 do you do, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, do what do i do um what do i do it's it's a good question um and uh, without sounding too cliched it is remarkably varied um, So. Today, I've gone from having meetings about uh, the end of season um, awards and and party and various events that were put on in the marquee through to fixing the fence that got kicked down uh, by some some local lads last night. So um, I I even missed uh, Tariq's Wonder Goal at the weekend because I was replacing the blue hand roll, uh, the blue hand towels in the toilets. So it's very varied. I, I guess as general manager my remit is to oversee the day-to-day running of, of the football club so i don't necessarily get involved in the on-field stuff um, i have no real input into recruitment or coaching or anything along those lines that is that is very much jay's remit but off-field i'll try and oversee that stuff so if, uh we have um pete Ells and sarah parks as our, our stadium manager and our events and hospitality manager they report into me Uh, And then I I report up into the board of directors. Um, So I attend the board meetings and kind of represent the executive staff of the football club and and really just have an eye on the the day-to-day business. Um, So that really encompasses everything from the ticketing and the merchandising through to the, you know, working with Sarah on events, working with Pete, making sure that the facility is is safe and up to scratch. Um, And and everything in between. I was brought in uh, back in, I think I started the first week of May as the commercial manager. Um, and then, so that, that, that remit was really all of the, the revenue generation for the club through things like sponsorships and partnerships, uh, marketing and advertising, that sort of thing. Uh, and then, uh, January of, of this year, December, actually 1st of December, I took on the general manager role, which is still doing the commercial stuff, but with just a slightly wider brief to, to manage the day-to-day operations. Right. It's, it's a big job. It's a lot of work. Um, I like to say it's it's definitely the hardest I've ever worked and not necessarily for the most money, uh, but I, I work in football for a club that generally, genuinely means a, a hell of a lot to me. So it's, you know, it's 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 hard and it's a, a slog at times, but it's very, very
0: rewarding. Yeah, no, I can imagine. How do you just come on the commercial side of things? I've always wondered, how do you? Um how do you go like tunbridge angels like the markets tunbridge right so how do you go about because there, there has been there's, there's no this there's, it's obvious there's been in uh, uh an increase in in investment in the team and in the club and in the grounds so how do you go about that how do you how do you go about getting joe blogs to go yeah i'm, I'm actually going to sponsor a bit of tunbridge angels how, how does that work
2: a couple of different ways and and really you can break it down into the different types of sponsors that we have some sponsors are long-standing Tom Angels fans who have their own businesses or have done quite well, and they're putting money in um, to, to show their support, really, and to support the club. And that is wonderful. Um, they're probably the easiest sponsors to identify, um, and they are possibly the nicest sponsors to deal with as well, because you have some real common ground in the, that they genuinely care about the club. So that's a joy. Um, but there is a huge amount of cold calling, soliciting, um, speaking to local businesses and trying to sell what we're doing. So some businesses are uh, have different goals. Some businesses really want as much branding and exposure as possible. So you try and talk to them about the 3G pitch and the increased visitors and foot traffic around the site. We can get your branding there and everyone in Tunbridge is going to know about you. We have some businesses that are particularly interested in supporting youth and community activities. So we talk about the various community initiatives that we're doing and say so your brands can be involved with that and associated to that and that gives them a, a i guess a warm fuzzy feeling that they're doing some good um but in terms of finding businesses uh i, I reckon i spoke to or approached every single business in the, in the tunbridge and malling area this summer um it's uh, that that's possibly actually one of the hardest parts of the job uh at the moment is we're all feeling the pinch. We're all feeling a bit of a squeeze in terms of cost of living. Fuel prices are up, utility prices and whatnot. And that affects local businesses as well. So to convince a local business to put X thousand pounds towards a local football club, it's it's not high on any corporate agenda. So that's, that's tough at the minute, but trying to sell them the vision and sell them the dream. And I, I like to think that Tunbridge actually, at the moment we're on, as a football club, we're kind of on the crest of a wave. We're going, everyone keeps saying, we're going in the right direction. And I feel it was a really good buzz and a really good vibe around the place. So trying to actually capture that and put it in an introductory email and send that and and get that message across is um, that's a bit of a skill and that's a bit of a challenge, but that's what we've been trying to do. One of the funniest things is that when I say, I think I've spoken to every business in this area, believe me, I have tried everyone and uh, I still every match day I'll get someone coming up to me and saying, you should have got Wimpy to sponsor Tunbridge Angels. uh, believe me i've tried i have tried everyone um but that's uh, it takes a bit of persistence um but actually once we get people into the site once people come and have a look around and we show them what we can do people are are generally keen to get involved um so we've got ambitious commercial targets uh when i mentioned earlier that it's a tough market and it's a tough economy for local businesses right now that just means we have to be a little bit more creative about how we get revenue in so you might have noticed that in the sports bar there's now a a small tv screen on one of the sidewalls that runs adverts um the idea for that is that we can sell rolling ad space without really having to do anything Um, so other companies will advertise on that screen and we don't have to prepare adverts for them or anything they can plug directly into that Um, and that's but that's what i mean We're just trying to find more ways than just sticking up a, a pitch side perimeter board. what more can we do to yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get some companies involved
0: and i guess i i don't want to say easy I, I guess um the the challenge that you have would be eased slightly without wanting to do you any disservice if um the 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 players and the and the team continues in the way that it's going right because the more crowds we get the more exposure you get a cup run in the fa cup might, might do you a favor next year yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, uh, no that's that's absolutely right a, a winning team makes it easier to attract people to get involved um yeah. but also if i can get more money in to spend on players that makes it easier to have a winning team so yeah but they, they go hand in hand um what i will say as well is that uh jay saunders the manager has been a real asset in this as well jay really understands the value of speaking to the sponsors and and shaking the odd hand i i I need him in this role to to give some time to the sponsors give some time to the investors and to the commercial side because people want to hear that if you're giving your money to a football club you want to feel a little bit special you want to hear from the manager directly and he's very very good at giving me that time to i mean he, he does it every every single home game actually if you if you're there at about uh, 145. You will see me dragging him to the sponsors' lounge and dragging him to the 1948 suite to come and talk to people. And he's actually, I say, dragging. He doesn't need much encouragement. And if I'm running behind, he will call me because at this level, he really understands the value
0: of that. No, that's really important. And also, anyone, that, everyone that's spoken to Jay, you just get a warmth from him, and and he he, you can just tell within a couple of sentences he he believes and he loves the club um, or his job. Uh, which is Tunbridge Angels, so that's 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 really helpful for you, I can imagine. And um, before we move on, uh, Lee or Trevor, anything whilst we've got Ross here, anything you want to ask him at all? No. Brilliant. I We're usually
1: I said, no no as usually I just give him when well, I said just give him a load of grief about tomato sauce or, or
0: <laughs> yeah. something.
1: And do, yeah. do you know why that is, though? It's Because a lot of people won't talk to him directly, and they yeah. just sidle up to me and say, "Oh, do you know what?" this is i didn't like this or i wasn't all right with that whereas i just think well
0: i they like just that. assume
1: that i'm going to say something so
0: yeah I in like some that. ways it's,
1: it's kind of good yeah. you know that maybe that because at least those views get aired supporters views get aired don't they which is kind of what you what you want ross really probably not from me because i am fairly annoying but not <laughs> yeah. massively annoying.
2: no you're not massively annoying. look i think that's a really interesting point um I would like to think that all of our directors on the board are very approachable. I'd like to think that I am as well. But I understand that not everyone's going to feel, firstly, not everyone's going to know who I am. Um, and that's that's absolutely fine. Not everyone's going to feel comfortable approaching someone they don't know and then not just chatting to me, but then saying something that could be perceived as critical. So I, I understand yeah. that, that 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 that's uh, that might be difficult. Um, I should say, actually, what you will, you might have noticed at the last home game against Worthing, but you, you should notice um for the rest of the season is so we've actually put up uh some posters we've gone into partnership with a new app um and there's some posters around the grounds uh, that have a qr code on them and if you wanted to give some anonymous feedback about the running of the club um the app actually is designed for the really high-end stuff like we've seen some racist behavior some homophobic behavior and i want to report that uh, i don't for a second think we actually have a massive problem with racism or homophobia at tunbridge angels so if if that app was just to be used to say my pie was a bit hot or we've run out of of, uh paper towels in the toilets there's not enough (laughs) vegan pies for example so that vegan pies again um then you can uh, look for one of these posters there's about eight posters around the ground scan the qr code you can send the feedback that way and it comes to me anonymously
0: that's really good. That's really awesome. Oh, that's cool. and Rather than I, I, what you said there is like if people feel awkward, say to you, whereas Lee just doesn't care, and he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how much he doesn't care what you think of it, whether you're going to like it or not.
3: <laughs> I, I've got a question actually for Ross. It's about <coughs> excuse me, sorry. um, keeping momentum um in the closed season. How do you um? smooth it out how do you stop it having ups and downs and we assume you yeah, know maybe we you know it sort of wraps about mid-april slightly later we get lucky and then it's quiet until July um obviously they, they, they used to be events for example that went on on the pitch which I guess we can't do now or not without a different sort of uh, arrangements. So I was just curious to know what sort
2: of things you had lined up for the summer are uh, various things um the pitch itself will remain very very busy throughout the summer um mainly through community usage uh so we have the the summer football all of the holiday football camps that we've done have been really really successful so those will run throughout the summer and various youth football uh, tournaments and that kind of thing will go on as well we're trying to target the corporate team building market so we're trying to make basically make the pitch as busy as it possibly can be um In terms of momentum of the business, the summer is possibly one of the busiest periods. So whilst the football stops, that's when we're looking to build the budget back up as much as we possibly can through things like sponsorship and through season ticket sales. Um, This summer, I think what we need to do with with next season being the 75th anniversary, we actually need to keep the buzz alive throughout the summer and our, our use of things like social media will be really, really important as we, for example, launch a new kit. Uh, to celebrate that anniversary so I think it's a fair point there is a lot of good feeling around the club and you know if we finish eighth and we're a couple of points outside the playoffs uh, we don't want that all to die and then people come back a little bit apathetic in in August and we finish 14th next year Um, so Longmead itself will remain very busy um, and look behind the scenes we're going to be working very 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 hard to get a healthy budget for next season
1: I have a question. This is a good question. Is the plan next season to make the kit nicer than this season's kit?
2: How do you define nicer?
1: Well, not <laughs> not horrible and crowded and those white blobs and like the badge gets lost in the white blobs and the the sponsor on the front you can hardly see it and you know those sorts of things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and 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 Maidstone. I mean, you, that's it. not your
1: fault though. You came into that. That that kit was there, but it's yeah. a, it's not very nice. I know you've got one, Bobby, but
0: I mean, I have got one. Nice but kit, I've got Tunbridge Angels could walk out in anything. I'll, I'll buy it. I've had this discussion with us as well. Yeah, i would buy it. I've. It's uh, I just do, don't you? I don't know what I I probably shouldn't, but I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I always, thing is when we've had it for two seasons, I'll buy the home yeah. one first. And then I will hate the. I haven't done this this year because I will not buy a yellow and black kit. Yeah. No. Um, but um, I normally buy the home one the first season, and the second season. The by that point, the away one's grown on me, and I just go, oh, I'll buy that anyway. Like the orange Did, one. I I i, I, I really like that, liked, you know but when I, they had I, the, I like the now, green yeah. the green and white
1: hoop one. That's yeah one. yeah that was my favourite as well. One.
0: I think I think that'd be great. It'd be um. I think Celtic should be celebrated as.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. I just don't get to be wound up now. Um... <laughs> look the the kit thing is is really interesting 75th anniversary we need to do something to celebrate that i'm also um keen on having a third kit next season um and i think that having three kits allows you with that up kit for goodness sake and and, and (laughs) a,
1: and, and a, uh, a fourth kit for brain tree yeah
2: a fourth kit. <laughs> I, th- look, I think that, that that gives us various commercial options. It, it allows us to be much more creative on the design of the third kit. Would you either go for something a bit wacky and a bit zany and a bit out there, or do you go for something historic that mimics the, the the kit from nineteen forty eight? So having three kits would allow us to be much more creative. Now, um, in terms of the kit for next season itself, uh, the the current design of the kit has come to end of life um i think i've been quite vocal about the fact that i think we need something bespoke and actually designed for us from next season Um, we haven't finalized anything yet so i'm probably a little bit more limited than i'd like to be in what i can say about that but um lee if you want to be involved in that design process you know where my where my office is
1: i've got some crayons (laughs) so, <laughs> where is your office actually i didn't know you had an office i just My,
2: just well, about yeah the office is um it's kind of tucked in behind the club shop so you walk into the club shop and walk behind the desk and there's a screen in the way and then we're behind
1: and it. i can i can get in through that hole Guy kicked in the fence last night right
2: you you can <laughs> yeah you'll be at the wrong end of the ground so you'll have a bit of a walk but you can get in that way
0: yeah Brilliant, brilliant. Well, no, it's just really good, and and I th- yeah, it's it's good to um to hear all of that, Ross, and and I and everyone. Uh, Ross is very approachable, um, I have to say. Um, and and also, even if I'm sure times are busy, but we we've, we've chatted about football times at the ground as well. Because as I've said, you are a Tunbridge fan. So am, before yes. before you took the role, Ross, what's, what's your what's your what's your most uh favorite Tunbridge moment that you've you've been part of?
2: Favorite Tunbridge moment. Um, well, I was. I was there for the the playoff final first time we got promoted the Louis, uh, lowest off. the lowest off game um, uh, that was that was very very important I think for the football club my favourite moment was uh, oh, it must be getting on a decade now that ten years ago we beat Dover at the Crabble uh, yeah. on a New Year's Day game and yeah. I, I never knew how to pronounce the chap's name but David Ajaya David Ajaya scored like a ninety oh, yeah, first minute yeah. winner um and we were all segregated down at that bottom end um that was that that felt like a really special moment Uh, that was actually the first time i'd ever been to dover i think it was probably my first ever um sort of proper away day derby with tunbridge and yeah i enjoyed that a lot
0: yeah no absolutely that's what i was saying before the dover game because obviously a lot of people who do the whole hate maidstone and all that but but before i know maidstone years you're talking 70s and tunbridge had their problem but if you're looking at the recent history the last 20 years tunbridge dover 10 years ago it was massive and we we all we all of us on this this podcast can remember the bitter rivalry even going back further than 10 years 2006 when we beat them in the playoffs to get up to the ryman Premier. it was fights and everything and dover notoriously um have not had a very nice fan base or a club in general um and and uh and and so it's been uh it it was I found it really really pleasing to to not only wipe them aside as if they were just anyone um we we played really well but but just to just you don't want a club to 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 you know it's it's like sport you need all the clubs so you you like the rivalries you want clubs to be there but just for when they've looked down on little old Tunbridge just for us to sort of dare I say as on our our way up just look at them on the way down and go all right and see you later like, yeah, you know, it was just—it was just nice. It was just really nice, and it was a great win. Um, talking of that, there's a link here because this player, this couple of these players are linkedin I've got some stats for you all here, courtesy of our stat man. Um, so
1: who's our stat man?
0: He will remain nameless. DC, <laughs> the legend that is, the legend that is. Um, so did you know? Right. So before we give you this stat, um, when we were last on. The only moment that I thought, oh, God, am I going to have to edit this out? But actually it was fine was when with the manager on the call, Lee starts saying that the goalkeepers playing rubbish. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think he has. And he hasn't been playing rubbish. Johnny, you I weren't didn't playing rubbish. No, and that's, you you no, other didn't say rubbish. Said, and why you up. You didn't say Other rubbish.
1: people said he'd been playing rubbish.
0: And they fed back to you like they do yeah. to, to get to Ross. They said, yeah. feed it back to Johnny. <laughs> um. However, he's I played better. I
1: don't think if
0: he has played better, that, that means was playing
1: rubbish, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. If he's improved.
0: <laughs> no. Well, not only, you know? not only is he actually playing very well at the moment, there's two, there's a couple of things. He hasn't had many saves to make. So it shows that the, the, the formation change in the defense yeah. are doing well. Um, I, I was going to leave this with saying, do we think it's a coincidence that since Mitch Walker's come in, is it Mitch Walker? Is that his name? No. Yeah. Yeah, Mitch Walker. Yeah, yes, yeah. since he's come in as as goalkeeper coach, has has that made an impact to Johnny? Um, and then I was going to say, actually, no, it was our podcast Lee, um, and it was it was what you we said. inspired him. <laughs> but I don't. I think that can't be a coincidence, Johnny, because no, really? Johnny's Johnny's been outstanding in the last month. I thought for the times he has been yeah. needed,
1: he has actually. But hasn't
3: as- identical that, one flat? Not one. I'd say is that because Jake nailed his feet to the goal line, so he can't actually move. <laughs> <laughs> if all he can do is dive from one side to the other, doing yeah, yeah, great shot do stopping. There has so got that, an electric bolt that
1: stops him from running out. Yeah?
0: I don't. There's, think there's nothing gone him past, past anyway. him. You
1: think he should have saved?
0: No, and even if you look on, I know it was at him, but at Worthing or the Worthing game, if you watch the highlights, he made. A, uh, I know it's at him, but he still had to make the save when he stopped them from going. It was either yeah. two one in front or two all. Yeah. That? yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so that leads me to my stat. Um, Johnny Henley has now made more appearances for Tunbridge Angels than Lee Worgan. There we go. Did we know that?
1: Yes, because you, um, you... Told you before. before. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> cheers,
0: mate. The secrets,
1: the magic, as always.
0: Taken away. <laughs> well that leaves that's, that's, me... that's
3: your membership, the magic circle revoked. Yeah,
0: I'm deleting you out the fly like an angel <laughs> chat. That was in there as a reminder for me. Cheers, Lee. Oh, was it? <laughs> in fact, it's, it's right here. Cheers, thank you. Um have you got some
1: other made-up stats?
0: <laughs> I've got some other stats that I definitely haven't told yeah. you before. Ross, did you know <laughs> that? Um so Joe Turner is now, I know he's gonna have played a lot more goals. A game, sorry. He's now one goal behind Nathan Elder. Um, He's four goals behind Carl Rook, seven goals behind the legend John Mame, and only 11 goals behind Franny Collin. So you'd probably think from midfield he'd have to play for us for another season, but that's not bad from a player that's played the majority of his time on the wing for us, is it, Joe Turner? And whilst you're on Joe Turner, how good it's like a new signing since he's had his operation. How good Mm. is it having Joe Turner back? I think he's been excellent. He'd
1: have had those 11 goals, wouldn't he, if he hadn't been injured? Yeah. Playing with an injury,
0: plus
2: probably. More.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's, he's a very, very good player for this level, clearly. Um, yeah. Bobby, did you did you tweet these stats as well? Because I'm, I'm sure I've seen these written
0: somewhere. I didn't tweet them, no. But oh, they, yeah, they you are, might have done. Did, no, I didn't tweet them. Did I tweet
1: them? Yeah, I think you did. Did I? Yeah.
0: I don't think I did. That's
1: why I read them. You didn't share them with me, but I knew them.
0: No, I didn't tweet them. Didn't you? No. Hmm.
2: Someone may have sent them to me then. But
0: uh, uh I mean look no. on... no.
3: never trust never trusted Coolrich, uh, Bobby. No. <laughs> never... <laughs> to be fair, that to to that's <laughs> 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 no, I
0: mean,
2: no, just guys. No, no. Joe Turner has been an incredible asset for this club since he signed. I think he signed from the Kingstonian yeah. seven years ago, something like that. And um he's he's been a real a real asset for the football club for a large number of years now and actually yeah, some of his recent performances have been some of the the, the best that i've ever seen from him. it's funny he he probably has the um accolade of most man of the matches um because the way that man of the match is done now is that it's chosen by the sponsors who stand on that terrace next to the uh the, the catering second unit off. yeah second half he's right in front of them and at halftime we remind them make sure you've got an eye on who's playing well because you need to pick man in the match in about 40 minutes' time. And so they're always looking at him. Yeah. Um, so he must have the, the record. But yeah, what a what a In player.
3: fairness, that's how Jack Parter got all his, wasn't it? Jack Parter used to yeah, have loads, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's the one running up and down in front of
1: him for the second half.
0: Yeah. No, Do you remember that true. goal he
1: scored against us for Kingstonian in the cup? Where oh, he got no. the ball. It was where he got the ball and just ran the entire length of the pitch right through everybody.
0: You not remember this? Do you know what I do? But I didn't realise that was him.
1: Yeah, it was him. He just just went the entire length of the pitch right through everybody from the corner and wow. scored. That was him.
0: I didn't. know And then that. we signed I, him. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. now they're <laughs> homeless. Certain so <it's> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's, don't it's, sell yeah. your soul. Yeah. He, um, but no, Joe. Joe. I, I think since his operation, and he said it himself, it's the yeah. first time in nearly two years that he's been playing on. Um, been playing injury free, and his uh, his assist for Jordan against was magic. Dover was not only the pace to out. It, it, we, we we can all see that Joe is still going to give hundred percent, and we can all see he hasn't been at his best over the last year in terms of fitness. But he still gives his all for the shirt, mm. and he's and he's been better than maybe alternatives. Um, but he hasn't this last year so sort of the last season plus coming up to this season. He hasn't. He he's been able to beat his man through strength and skill, but he hasn't out for an out paced most fullbacks at this level um but for the first time i think in a while he he absolutely outran his fullback uh, which shows you that he's now got no injury free and then that ball was a peach over to jordan greenwich wasn't it and and Trevor it, it was
3: it was inch perfect to Greenwich's left shoulder it was just yeah. tremendous yeah.
0: and it, it was literally it didn't like, go
3: in off his head i can tell you that so i stood behind it <laughs>
0: But it maybe not the head bit then, but it was like it was like <laughs> it was as good as a as a Nick Wheeler ball to Nathan Elder back in the day, wasn't it? It was it was that. And if that partnership can blossom, then great. Um
3: Any chance we email a word with Lewis Gardner, tell him how to do it.
0: <laughs> what? Cross the ball.
3: Well, get get fit. He doesn't oh, look a well man to me, Lewis. Gard. there's something wrong there.
0: I don't, Lewis. He doesn't. He doesn't, does he? He's, he's, no. he's What talent he's got? What absolute talent? And it's. He, he, I have to say, it's obviously we don't know. We're putting words into to players' mouths here, so I don't want to say anything. And, and obviously, but Lewis doesn't look as as he looks like he's playing with an injury. I don't know if he is. Yeah, like, to me, but, um, there's
3: no. Yeah, I'm not questioning his his his, his commitment yeah, yeah. or his ability,
0: but
1: there's something wrong there. It's, uh, because
0: but he's what, not I'm, playing with 100
1: percent at all. Was he? Um... Obviously, he was full time before, though, was he?
0: Uh, he he was, but as a youth player, sort of. Oh, okay.
1: No, because uh, you sometimes get that. We've had players we, in the past who have yeah. played full time football, have come to us, and look amazing, and then they lose a bit of that fitness because they're not training every day, and they kind yeah. of, yeah, they sort of, be, yeah. almost come down to our level. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, but if you train four times a week, whereas previously you're running all day for five days. You, or you know i don't know how often he, he would train when he's not playing with us no, i mean tuesday point. tuesday thursday and that's it is it and then
0: i don't know and i could be putting i think he this could be completely wrong so this is what you say i think yeah. he does his job is to do with potentially coaching and stuff because is it um I, you know, I think i think someone i know said to me about do you know, I don't know if this is like a volunteer thing, whether it's his job, but I know he does coaching over at Southend United. So I don't know mm. um, whether that's... Everyone at Southend
3: United's whatever. a volunteer at the moment, aren't they? Well, yes,
0: yeah, yes, yeah, so he, yeah, so he's probably. None yeah, of them are getting yeah, paid. Struggling, yeah. So maybe he maybe will be struggling after next month. But um, yeah, every
1: time we get a player from Southend on loan, they seem really good. So what's
0: yeah? What the hell are they doing? It's a dodgy owner. We could do. What a are they doing? Why are we getting
1: these yeah. good players and then yeah?
0: Got, that's the thing but you look not, at them you look you look at the players that they've sent down Jaden crores he's now on loan at um hampton or somewhere i think he is i could yeah. be wrong there yeah um right. yeah and but he, once again he looked like a good player several jack wood i think looks brilliant he scored a few goals mm. um yeah and and don't get me wrong he's young i don't think he's ready to go into a, a promotion pushing national league team but a, but he's getting exactly what he needs with us um and i think he's only going to get better um so, yeah, and then what I have, I've got a little question for you here, or this is for all of you, right? Um, can you name the one, two, three, four, five players who have made only one appearance this season?
2: Uh, are we including any of the academy lads that came on at Binfield? Uh,
0: we oh, can, yeah, left back at Binfield. We can include yeah. one from Binfield, yeah. What was he called? oh
1: gosh taylor taylor swift he was called <laughs> i've
0: i've got <laughs> what was his uh, name? I've james got... i'll tell you oh
2: what. i stood next to his mum, and she was lovely but i can't remember the young lad's name that's really bad of me
0: right we've got dun 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 the bim is...
1: but luke holness played more than one game but only really played one game didn't he I and mean, we had a few uh, we had a few players that only played one game
0: but i have... played
1: more than one game
0: i don't know who, who academy but for for Binfield, I've got uh, we've got Josh Macarthur. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's, and, yeah, that's good enough. And then we had a Chester Smith, was on my list. Chester
1: Smith
0: as well. Fees <coughs> Academy as well. And but then there are three. One's a little bit of a trick one. There's three others that are. Is there a goalkeeper? Goalkeeper? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Um, that that would be Kev, Kevin Manuel. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's it. Two more. Can you get the other two? Two so, no. It,
2: are we just is this just counting league matches? Because I'm wondering if um Well
0: from now on the last two that I've got are league. So yeah, we can go.
2: Yeah, that. I wonder if Nathan Wood has only played in, in a league game. No, he's
1: the not fella there. the fella with
2: watch.
1: the fella we signed from Maidstone who
0: played, was that his first game? Oh babe. There you go, there's one of them. Uh, sure. There's one We're of in. them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there's
0: yes. one and the final <laughs> one, I thought you'd all get this one, the final one. Uh, only on. one game this season.
2: No, it can't be Femi. Femi played the first couple. Right. Um, it's um. Oh, it's not Lofty, is it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Doug Loft. Yeah, that's uh, you know Doug.
2: <laughs> Doug Loft is a, a genuinely oh, lovely chap.
0: Um, this is according hmm. to the uh, the official website, by the way. So, if those. How's he
1: doing right? anyway? Is he is he actually well on the mend?
2: Yeah, he he, he is. The um, person he's been really good to me as well, coming and speaking to sponsors and, and the like. So he's
0: yeah, uh, he's a nice guy, isn't he?
2: He's a really a really top chap. He's he is on the mend. It was a horrible, nasty injury that he picked up, but it's one that could that could see a lot of players out for twelve months plus. He's on the mend. Um, I think it would be hopeful of seeing him before the end of the season. I wouldn't want to commit to that, um, but you know it's it, If you come sort of to a a game early, you'll see he does quite a lot of of physical work on pitch before the players go out and warm up. Um, So he's he's definitely heading in the right direction.
1: What did he land funny in training or something? Is that what he did?
2: Yeah, 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 pretty much. and it was it was right. It was very very early on when the new pitch was being used. I think it was like the, the first or second session, was the
0: on, session it, on the new pitch, Yeah, wasn't so it?
2: Yeah. So immediately, just threw up all of these questions. And I don't know, look, the number of injuries we've had this season, people are going to ask questions about the impact of that pitch. Um, I, I hope that as a club, we have put those questions to bed, and that that. that did manager?
1: Didn't you think did you know the Jelinek manager made some weird comments though about senior hmm. players wouldn't play on the?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, and, then, and then he and then he put new signings
2: on, didn't he? I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that they train on a on an artificial surface as well. Yeah. Um, so
0: uh, yeah, it's a, it's a slightly different level. But I've played about four a side games against Neil Harris on a on a 4G pitch. I know it's a different level, but is he any he good? Oh, Does he stick what, out? Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, is he? <laughs> yeah, he, he plays <laughs> he plays in a six side team over in uh, in in Rayleigh near where I live. Um, and I I haven't played because since I did my ankle last year. But when I when I played it and run it um he plays a team of old boys um and they're all in their 40s and they've all must have played football at some level and one of them for example is big guy called bob he's five foot ten big round belly like big round you know really round bald round and you look at and if you didn't know who they were you get on that pitch and you think oh this will be a breeze and he runs past you he dribbles past you he nuts you and they just they've got that football ability but they've all retired either from semi pro or pro add a few beers but have still got the ability and neil harris um he last time we played against him was when he was manager at cardiff um because they they re-signed um tim cahill at the same day we played against him, um, and he was on like the social medias doing all the interviews and that from the stadium, and yeah, he wasn't because we were playing against him. um But but they comfortably were beating us, and he he subbed himself off because he felt bad, and he just went and ran up and down the pitch for ten minutes to get his fitness in rather than play. And he was a genuinely nice guy, which is why I was surprised by those comments because I've I've always quite liked him and all that, if I'm honest. <laughs> but um, but yeah, never mind, never mind. Um, how many players? Oh, we'll wrap up in a second, but before we do. Uh, according to the official website, how many players, and I think this is League Cup, this is League and the and the two Cup games, how many players have we had make appearances, whether it's substitute or in the team? How many players have we used in matches this season?
3: 43. I don't know. I'd go high 30, 35.
0: 35, Ross?
2: Yeah, I think it'd be 36 or 37.
0: Well, one of you has said it, right? It's 36. According to the official Ooh. website, that's why I said that. Um, and my final one for you, this is really exciting, this right, uh, is here we go. I'm glad you're excited. I am, yeah, yeah. Uh here we go, here we go, here we go. So, who has made the most appearances this season, but is no longer with us? As in they as in there no longer play for Tunbridge. Mm-hmm. So who, who has made the most appearances but isn't a Tunbridge player today?
2: Um, oh, does Louis Collins count? He's still a Tunbridge player, but he's on the. No, nah,
0: he's still a Tunbridge player. Still a Tunbridge player. Do you
1: mean it um, made the most appearances only in this season? Or do you mean, yeah, yeah, only
0: in this the season. Season. What what only the in this
1: season.
0: I'll put you out is your miseries. It, is, is
2: it Dijon? Dijon
0: Golden? No, no, it's TQ Addy. All right. The reason what? why I did that TQ Addy made the most appearances for us, but he's no longer out of out of the players.
1: How many has he made, then?
0: He made... Oh, don't ask me questions like that. He's he made more out.
1: appearances than the goalkeeper. No. As in, you mean of the players that have left?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a out, rubbish
1: question. Out it? of the
0: players... Well, the reason why, right? There's a yeah, backbone to come it. up with that. 18. 18 he's made. The reason why... was just Where's he playing he always, now, anyway? Oh, no, Lewis, I don't know. Lewis. and
3: Pitsy, I think.
0: Oh, is he at Bowers and Pitsy? Yeah, I
3: think so. Is well, he, he went to Lewis, and then he... I think you lived in Essex so Jimmy Lewis he realized, suddenly discovered where it was. <laughs>
0: he had a bit of he's a think <laughs> It
1: took him two days
3: I to get home. Right. Yeah, I
0: thought uh, he was alright. He's
1: really better well. than that. that isn't
0: he? Pizzi, he's better than that surely. Well he do alright.
1: He'd play for self ends. He probably the, could. The,
0: yeah. yeah. Well the reason why I did that was because A I knew it would be boring obviously um, but B because we always go on about this player that player can we name can we name anyone we've had so there you go I thought we'd just do a little test there. I,
3: I'm just okay. amazed that Ross behind him hasn't got yeah, the the photo of all the players who played this season—it might just fit in the frame with <laughs> the other. You know, yeah, it's going to team photo what? in the world.
2: There is a picture what? What's above, a picture his head, above your
3: head. Yeah. Picture what
2: above my head. Um, I'm sorry to say that's the uh, that's not Tambridge. That's another team that plays in blue. Yeah, oh.
3: It's not some of these some Scottish rabble, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah so convenient. no, that's everything. Every everything behind me and all the walls here—it's all it's all Glasgow Rangers stuff. Oh, fair enough.
0: It's sad, really, isn't it? <laughs> alright. I've got a giant dog up there, so don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> um I Wait, hold on was... on me, I can't
2: swear.
3: Oh, you have, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, lovely. What did you get at the fair?
0: <laughs> uh, Winter Wonderland, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> next next to a uh, signed glove, Anthony Joshua, I have to oh. say. And my Tumber Never angel. used,
3: never, never thrown in anger.
0: Oh no, no, no. I won that. Why have uh, you got that? Run won it in a raffle um uh, uh, it was, uh, it was a thing that before, one of these charity things paul Mercer, uh glenn Odle and all that were there and it's one of these you get taken out do that he's one of those when it was on the beers and uh, the, you buy there's 700 tickets and 10 of a ticket wherever you do it and then Ours was the first one out, and I thought, "Blimey, actually won it." I, I wouldn't bid for that. But then you're walking out with all the other people that have bid like four grand for a Harry Kane shirt, and everyone's like, "You." It was, I've never, I've never felt more flashy walking out of like a Hilton hotel holding that because everyone, the the other every few other people have actually bid three, four grand, and I'm like, "No, I've just won it. I don't care for it, but I haven't even screwed it to the wall. It's just up there." But there we go. And if anyone that does care, those shirts in front of it are signed by Mick Foley. If those who know who he is, if anyone got any wrestling fans there, so no. yeah, I know
1: Mick Foley,
0: yeah, no. yeah, met him in South End, lovely guy. But we digress, how have we got to that on a podcast? <laughs> anyone else met anyone else famous? <laughs> Not recently, <laughs> Ronnie O'Sullivan. I met Ronnie O'Sullivan. Did you, yeah, and a is good chat with him, yeah? He seems all right, doesn't he? He's yeah. right,
1: he wrote
0: some crime books, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I I'm met Brian
1: about. Dean, and oh, we were talking earlier about
3: Sheffield United. What, what, what is Brian Dean's claim to fame? First Premier League goal. Correct. And who was it against? Manchester United. Uh, Nottingham Forest. Yeah, first goal scorer in the Premier League was Brian Dean, Bladesman. Hold on, Lee.
0: There you go. Good. That was better than my quiz. <laughs> 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 right. Are you anyway. sure?
1: Are you sure it was against Nottingham Forest? I think it was. Yeah. Didn't they? I thought that they played. Well, the first... Not that. Not that I'm. I'm telling you, you're wrong. But I'm no, pretty sure be. that the first, not in first, first game in the Premier League was against Liverpool because Teddy Sheridan scored oh, in that I'll game. Oh, i it, man. I'll do it. I well, think well, well, Man, United. Well, <laughs> well you, you good with that? that well, we'll right, finish, right.
0: <laughs> we finish off before we finish, oh, Well, I was gonna. You'll be busy. Googling. I was gonna say they haven't got anything they want to add before we finish. Didn't he
1: score against Michael?
0: This is this is riveting. This is actually genuinely oh, it's not more. Not exciting. Exciting. It's, it's yeah, more interesting got, got than my me. quiz. I was um
2: before coming on to that, I was really worried about some hard hitting questions about the direction of the club.
3: I have to say, I, I I hang my head in shame that actually Leeds right. Oh no! It was scored against Manchester United on the fifteenth of August, nineteen ninety two. I I mm. bow my gan-
0: oh just, sorry.
3: Know, I'm sure it was against Forest. I wonder when he scored against Forest. Look
0: <laughs> Can you talk us for every one of his goals, Trev? If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah,
3: probably, yeah, <laughs> Nothing else them, to do yeah.
0: tonight? <laughs> all three of them. Um, yeah. No, yeah. So no, it's it's been a pleasure, Ross. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> what direction of the club going in, Ross? Do you feel well, it's going? <laughs> like- <laughs> I, um, I hope yeah, that
2: it's going in <laughs> the right direction. You know, it's it's funny. I, I was sent to someone recently that um, a part of this job is is accepting feedback and, and critique from fans and what's what's uh, equally you know quite difficult to hear but also quite nice to hear is that every fan that I speak to or everyone that comes up to tell me that the burgers aren't very good or the bar was too slow or the toilets are a bit grim, they always end it with, but it's gone in the right direction you know, everything feels like, and, <laughs> yeah, I, and yeah. I do feel like there is a, a good feeling around the club at the minute, we have good yeah. people We're working very, very, very hard. Obviously, um, we know that that, that Dave Netherstreet, the chairman, is is stepping down at the end of the season and um, that'll hopefully have a a minimal impact on the actual day-to-day running of the club. But I I would put on record my thanks to Dave because Dave's given me um, my start in in the footballing industry, which is something I'll be forever grateful for. I think we've got good people at the club. I think we're all Tunbridge fans and we're all pushing in in the same direction. So I hope that it's... It's
0: gone somewhere good. No, absolutely. I think that. No, I think when Dave goes, I think that'll be one this club owes. So every every single fan, every everything to connect to this club. I think Dave Dave Neverstreet will be missed. But also, I think I mean, he could podcast special party. You name it, he deserves it, doesn't he? I think for everything he's been through and what he's done for this club. What a man. Um, but uh, for, before we finished, um, Lee uh and Ross actually. Uh, as you don't stand behind the goal what have you made of the um of the atmosphere the last few games because i feel from being in behind the goal especially after we went to one all against werby that it's it's gone up a Gone up again but it's all down I mean, to you bobby cousin. no not me my i mean, hero. i weren't there i went there for the for the brain tree one apparently that was the best atmosphere of the season nothing to do yeah, with me yeah it was
1: actually yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine no no genuinely so i'm not whichever looking... ones you're not coming to um, <laughs> i'm not looking i'm not looking for praise here i meant um as oh. in general because i I'll, I'll sing and and bang that drum yeah. no matter what but i feel as a whole everyone else But well, the team's teams, teams when
1: right so so
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah this is
1: it's what they uh, really comes down to what they do when when the team are losing but actually um they're getting behind the team even when it's not going yeah so well. i
0: agree with that i think it's really no. really um really good and and um, one thing for me which is a bit is pleasing um uh it's, it's very nice to be behind the goal i put this on twitter and i don't think i quite come it sounded like i was just licking Joe's ass, but what i meant was it's nice for us as a club to all be behind the manager um because we all know and there's no secrets and steve knows himself that throughout his time there were always people that weren't always for him and there's there's nothing if steve hears that he, he wouldn't be annoyed at me for saying that because it was factual but it is nice that basically jay hasn't pissed anyone off yet so, so 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 everyone's behind him and to hear everyone sing his name and obviously yeah it comes in with us doing well and we haven't really had a bad spell so that's really nice um so yeah, it's just it's just a very nice place to be at the moment. Anything anyone wants to add before we wrap up?
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, that's good. Thank you for being on. Yeah, no, brilliant. with
3: us, actually yeah. Thanks for coming along. It's
2: good. Uh, no, and my pleasure. And any, I think anyone should feel comfortable if they have anything they want to raise, positive, negative feedback, suggestions. If it's going to be a suggestion of a company in Tunbridge that I should ask for some sponsorship, um, you, you could probably save your breath because I've tried. Um, but <laughs> any any other feedback and suggestions? Um, yeah, very very keen to hear it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant. That's good. You haven't. I was going to say you've even managed to go as far as South End, but then I guess that's a bit uh, it's a bit biased from that's the fact that falls under the fan category, doesn't it? But uh, brilliant. Well, it's been a pleasure, boys. Um, and um, oh, let's let's make sure we beat Dulwich on Saturday because that's yeah,
3: See you there.
0: Yeah, it's not really down to us. Well, no, it's not. No, you keep you playing centre forward, Lee. <laughs>
1: Give it a whirl.